What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, your place for movies, TV shows, pop culture, and the coronavirus. Oh, it's here already? Yeah, it's 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 circulating for the entire podcast community. Oh, no. Everyone is going to die. No. Okay, so here today is... Nerdy Nick here. And... And Dylan here as well. Whoa, so the three dinos, well, almost the four dinos. Yeah, almost. Almost. Soon. Yeah, so, what are we going to talk about today? Um, coronavirus and its uh, relations to uh, media. Yes, yes, yes. In particular, movies like, say, Contagion. Mm. Um, I guess even The Division is about a virus. That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we just watched the film about that, didn't we? Yes, we just watched Contagion. Steven Soderbergh's predictionary futuristic death mobile. When was that film released? Uh, 2011. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's kind of interesting how these films kind of come about. It's like, I'm going to make a movie about a virus and yeah. then hope that a virus happens so my film becomes popular. <laughs> well, it's, it's spiked in popularity lately. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the latest news on the coronavirus, Mr. Nick? Well, for the latest news, I'll just activate them Twitters. So, while he's looking that up, the Wuhan flu, uh, also known as coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, mm. started in Wuhan, China. Well, sorry, the ABC said it didn't start in Wuhan, China. Yeah. In early, uh, late 2019, early 2020. Yeah. Also, they say, you know, who can you really trust these days with the media and whatnot? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for the latest updates on the virus itself, we had a discussion of 8% of Iran's parliament was tested positive. Um, Iran is completely... <laughs> Collapse in itself. Yeah, I don't know what's most, going on there. Uh, probably the most famous was the health minister who was on live on television as he was sweating profusely and wiping <laughs> himself down, was actually infected on live TV. <laughs> no, no, I'm just really sweaty, you guys, I swear. <laughs> yeah, the top uh, Iran's chief advisor to the supreme leader also passed away yesterday. Mm. So mm. no one's safe in Iran, apparently, which is a bit insane. Mm. Um, what about the numbers? What are our latest numbers as of the 4th of the 3rd? Uh, 93,000 uh, and 80 confirmed cases worldwide, including 3,202 fatalities. Woo! So basically 50,686 uh, 50, have recovered. Okay. So, so it has a very fairly low mor- uh, mortality rate, yep. um, but it most likely looks like it has a higher infection rate more than anything else. Yeah, so it's got a pretty decent-sized R0, which we learned from Contagion, mm. but um, its mortality rate isn't that large. Like, I'm getting a bit sick of people comparing it to the flu. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's getting on my nerves because I was talking to Dad yesterday, and basically I said, you know, you got the seasonal flu. You line 10 people up, uh, the seasonal flu will kill your finger, your little finger, that's like point two, I think, is the mortality rate of the seasonal flu. Yes. Right? So it'll kill your finger. But if you had 10 people, you line up coronavirus, it'll kill two. Mm. So that's a lot more. Mm. So we've got to stop busting. i got to bust that myth straight off the bat. It's a bit worse than the flu, so just calm down. Yes. Uh, as <sighs> for where we live in Australia, Australia. Uh, we have 33 infected and one deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we have in the meantime. Uh, another talk we have in the mean about Japan because of the Olympics coming up. They had two hundred and ninety-three uh, cases where there was a quick check. Sorry, scrolling on my phone. Uh, six deaths and twenty-three <clears throat> uh, serious, but no in critical, and forty-three recovered. Okay. Yeah. So I guess everyone knows that uh, Japan is where the uh, cursed diamond princess docked 
Uh, that's where you know the the um, coronavirus spread through really yes. fast, really mm. rapidly. <clears throat> and basically, how I've modelled how this is going to end up for the whole of world is based on that one ship. That one ship to me is its own world, mm. and the whole rest of the world is going to follow on suit from that. So, have, however, that ends up is how the rest of the world is going to end up. Because I think ten people, eleven people, or something have died from it. There's like forty-five critical and a lot of recoveries. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, the future lines up with this, especially with the uh, Olympics happening in Japan soon. Yeah, and to break out the Diamond Prince itself, there was uh, 706 cases with 6 deaths and 36 were serious conditions. Yeah. But it seems like the disease is mostly in Southeast Asia. <laughs> and in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze away from the mic for a second. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, it seems mostly in, again, mostly uh, lower parts of Europe and Southeast Asia. Like South Korea is the largest with five uh, 5,328 yep. with 32 deaths. But it seems uh, Italy and Iran with lower cases are the higher with the deaths with Italy with 79 and Iran mm-hmm. with 77. It's really interesting the way Iran and Italy, Italy, you know. So I was reading the other day that... Um, Recent cases in China have been traced back to people returning from Italy. Yeah. So now the disease is making its way back to China, which could start a second focal point there. It's going to start Corona 2. Corona yes. 2.0. COVID 20. <laughs> but of course, when it comes to China's totals, we can't really trust what the whole totals are because we don't get all the information out of there. What we've been told is that there's 80,270 cases of confirmed with 2,981 deaths with... Uh, 6,416 serious cases. Yeah, see, that's insane. Just in the past, the past week, because um, the total cases are 93,000 now. So that means 13,000 are external, which is insane. Fuck off. Service PayPal. Stop <laughs> buying stuff, Nick. I don't use it. <laughs> Apparently you do. Go away. There we go. It's all good. I fucking hate Google and Google notifications. Oh, yeah. On Chrome, it's oh. like, oh, I'm going to tell you what you just did. It's like, thanks. I already understand yeah, it's that. It's like, oh, it's time for this update. Time for me to shut down your whole entire laptop when you're in the middle of doing something. <laughs> 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 I guess it's we're coming into, I don't know, Australia's in a decent position right now because it's summer. Hmm. As we start cooling down, we could see probably some cases spike, skyrocket, and go through the roof. Yeah, we've just got started uh, autumn now for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like when winter starts rolling around and everyone starts actually becoming sick from the flu. Everyone starts freaking out. Well, the thing is, um, I think note to self is get your flu shots because um, these diseases can stack. Mm. And so if you get one and the other at the same time, it's pretty much guaranteed doom, doom time. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really doom, doom time. It's doom, doom. But just taking basic precautions when it comes to it. Of course, uh, just washing your hands after usage of everything. Um, As you should be, or take like regardless. It's uh, take uh, take precautions when you're going to. I guess the best way to compare is uh, going to a convention is the best way for taking precaution. So you don't really need a mask out everywhere where you go or anything. It's just understanding when you touch something, it's someone else's most likely have. So hand sanitizers wouldn't hurt or anything else like that. Mm. Um, at the same time, again, it's just keep yourself generally clean and everything else like that. Um, make sure to keep brushing your teeth more than anything else and. Anything else? Um, doing whatever you can to just again. When if uh, the greatest one example is if you have to sneeze, is doing the uh, the vampire cape as I call it, where you do it under into your elbow mm. and downwards yeah. instead into of the into your, your shoulder. Hands. 
Yeah, so basically that's the safest way because, again, when you sneeze, it travels much, much further than where you actually see it go. So that's one of the main precautions and everything else. But, yeah, but about anything else, it's like there's no real reason to go into mass panic or anything else like that. There's nothing to really justify it. Yeah. Um, it's just to take basic precautions and everything else. And, again, just good diet and exercise. Like, get off the couch and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and even if, <laughs> and even if you worry, really worry about it, uh, you can go to, like, if you're going to some, like, big event, say, like, a convention or something like that, you can always just, like, take some hand sanitizer with you and just, like, apply it, like, whenever you need to. So. Mm. If you can find it, oh yeah, yeah. unfortunately, good luck trying to find yeah. it these days. Unfortunately, we're quite we're quite an irrational country here in uh, Australia. So, mm. for any of our American listeners, um, we've had only had, as Nick said, thirty three. Um, I read thirty six cases, but um, that's prompted us to, for some reason, buy out toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and pasta. Yeah, I think I was at work the other day, and there wasn't any toilet paper. I was wondering why, and now I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, buying toilet paper is not really going to do any prevention, people, when it comes down to it. Like I said, hand sanitizer and everything else. And Yeah, but it helps you, you not poop. It helps you clean up your poop. Good. Okay, so basically that was uh, the COVID-19 up. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Uh, as for speaking of conventions and everything, I will be heading down to Supernova coming up this weekend in Melbourne. Ooh. Because I bought the, yes, I shield the Kawabunga Pass because I want to see Kevin Eastman, one of the original artists and creators of the Ninja Turtles. Mm. As a lot of people would probably listen to this podcast for, I really love the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, you know, tattoos and figurines and games and comics and films and, you know, all the flim flam. All that stuff. So I'll get a photo opportunity and I'll be around Supernova. So take keep an eye out on my Instagram of Nerdy Nick and I'll be posting photos and everything around the event. So I'll check out the artist venue more than anything else and uh, photos of the event and everything as well as meet the original voice actors for the Evangelion Crow as yeah. well. So I get to tell uh, Spike Spencer his name, mm. the original voice of Shinji. I get to tell him, shut up Shinji in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he gets that all the time though. Just like, get in the robot. Yeah, because he's a fucking... He's just always plays a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got that coming up. That's this weekend, I'm pretty sure. Yes, this weekend coming up. Jeez, mm. it came really fast this year. Oh, yeah. Um, and the other events will be coming up for this year is hopefully we'll go see Offspring in April. They're usually oh, yes. coming in Melbourne. Hopefully their tour doesn't get cancelled and everything. Uh, the Man Man Anime Festival will be again in Melbourne again, which I'll have a lot of... I'll go for a Saturday and get... Most of the photos and everything else like that too. When is that? Uh, that's later in the year though. That's in like June or July. Just got to double check the J3 and everything. Okay. Uh, but besides that, then of course there's PAX, which I'll always attend every time. And Supernova is like kind of mixed with... And there's Comic-Con as well, which will be coming up. And don't forget Cospendium. We get to see Mel Gibson. Well, hopefully we do. Mel Gibson. <laughs> get to see the Melzy. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I think of everyone. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck, calm down, Mel. But um, yeah, so that's great. We've got a lot of conventions this year. Mm. Um, some that you'll be attending, some that I'll be attending, some will all be attending. So that's going to be pretty pretty boss. Yeah. Um, but what else did we do today? We watched Contagion. We did. So I guess we're going to kind of break down Contagion and just kind of discuss about how it kind of, you know, coincides with COVID-19. Well, they got the bat part. That's what I saw, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Um, that's where they said the the virus comes in the film. It came from bats with, from a pig, and then transferred to people and as well. 
this is, of course, due to negligence, as usual, when it comes to handling animal products and meat and everything, yeah. uh, which spreads on to other people naturally because, again, the chef who originally... Spoilers. Well, 2007 can't spoil a movie that's over a decade old. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So basically, the head chef at one of the the Hong Kong restaurants, a boat restaurant in Hong Kong. Uh, it's an infamous site, uh, mostly a large tourist attraction. Uh, again, doesn't handle the food properly, and then touches someone, and then even actually passes on from everyone else and everything. <laughs> Um, but more of a breakdown, this disease seems way more threatening than the actual coronavirus is at oh, the moment. Yeah. Way, way more. Like, way more people die at a much more accelerated rate in 100 days. Like, yeah. over 30 million or so, they said in the film, I'm guessing. From yeah, keep on take. I think it was like 30, 30 to 40 million were killed. Because yeah. usually with most railroad viruses you hear about, they're usually contained pretty quickly. But this one was like spreading like way out of control and they couldn't even like do anything about it. <coughs> it had an incubation period of 14 to 20 hours. Yes. And killed within a day. Yeah. So that was, it was called, they called it MEV1 in the movie. MEV1. MEV1. We're so, looking out for you. Yes. yes. So it was a novel virus, just like the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it just showed some of the behavior, human nature of people getting desperate to robbing people and uh, people finding out authority figures to possibly rob them or anything or <laughs> obtaining a cure. Hmm. Uh, we had uh, the free journalist media press, who's not Alex Jones, but basically. <laughs> telling everyone all of his remedies and stuff that worked when basically all it came down to is that he took prevention for anyone else of getting into contact <clears throat> with people that was actually the real remedy more than anything else yeah mm. pretty much i mean uh, he said he was cured but he kept on walking around with like a like a vest and suit has on, suit on yeah everything. so he was a dirty dirty liar who made a lot of money <laughs> yeah which is natural what happens in most uh, disasters and everything. There's always someone there to exploit people. Yeah, exactly. Because the public's like always looking for you know answers and whatnot. And if one guy's like, hey, listen to me, I know everything, they'd be like, oh, sure. Like, I, I think he was saying like he was getting like 13 million hits on his website daily or something like that. So, yeah, 12 yeah. to 13. Yeah. So he, he was trying to Jim Jones everyone. Yeah. It's like, take the Kool-Aid, everyone, and you'll get cured forever. Also, buy my T-shirt. <laughs> All I, I got coronavirus and Vitamin all I packs. got was this stupid t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the latest one. Dino's mm. got, went extinct of coronavirus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they basically break down uh, when it comes down to scientific testing. Of course, they use monkeys and everything else to compare it because, again... Um, I think it's because of monkey gene cells are very close to people's as well, so that's why they do those types of testing and everything. Yeah, correct. Um, but basically, it just came down to, yeah, it's just a film of just a breakdown of what happened in general, of, of breaking <coughs> off and quarantines and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Was expecting maybe some more other third world countries you know, in their ways and methods of just you know denying and throwing people into the mass graves and everything <laughs> else. <laughs> but besides that, it was pretty much pretty much back, very close to what we have and everything. Um, but it just seemed by their virus didn't seem to spread as far as the coronavirus did. Mm. It seemed to be more central in America and uh, China, China and yeah. Japan. Um, <sighs> some parts of Southeast Asia, like uh, South Korea and everything, but it's comparison to Corona's. Corona's got more, more confirmed cases. It's in 80 countries now. Yeah, in 80 countries wow. now. But, of course, this film's virus, the fictional one, was a much, much, much higher kill rate and everything yeah. else like mm. that. This is the one where uh, the symptoms were, it looked like the flu at the start, and then it would lead to seizures and then death, uh, mm-hmm. foaming out of the mouth, and then... Get a change of pigmentation of the skin and everything. Yeah, because so they were saying, um, what was it? You might have the virus for anywhere up, anywhere up to 14 days and then you might show signs. So Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's pretty intense. It's, it's a really good slice of life movie. Um, 
<laughs> well, not really a slice of life. <laughs> <laughs> it is for now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really accurate thriller. Of yeah. what is probably one of the most silent and, in my opinion, one of the scariest things that's possible. Everyone thinks, you know, global warming is going to kill us, war is going to kill us. But no, it's mm. going to be a stupid microbe and we're all going to die. Yeah, yeah, that's where the the Alex Jones character. It's not looking like Alex Jones anyway. By the way, if anyone tries to make comparisons, I'm just that's the only way I can it's say it. Mm. Um, but yeah, he said it best in the line is that the human body is a constant work in expe- uh, work in progress. Yeah, like that's exactly it. we we're always still trying to find cures for diseases and everything that we have now, and there's new ones that always turn up and everything. Mm. It's just a natural occurrence. It's always been a natural occurrence since, well, basically when we figured out how to start doing immunization and everything. Yeah, well, I think they, um, the like experts think that probably a more dangerous thing is antibiotic resistance. Yes, and all these bacteria's that are developing a resistance to bacteria. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and basically, I'm like, oh, you know, antibiotic back uh, resistance, and she's like, oh, you know, I don't really take antibiotics much, so I'm okay. It's like no, no, no. It's not your. No. It's not you who's getting used to the antibiotics. It's the viruses. Yeah, yes. I was going to say that's the reverse effect of what you think was happening. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not not correct at all. <laughs> <clears throat> but I guess at the moment it just really goes to show that um, things can still rush around really quickly. Oh mm. yes, and I think fear is probably spread faster than the virus itself. Oh, absolutely. Because again, uh, the internet it's how quickly is a possible we're able to find news and everything. It's like. I read a research paper um, saying that we today humans are taking in a hundred uh, easily over a thousand times more information than what we used to when compared to even to the nineties or anything else yeah. like that. Yeah, because of how much access we have to information at the same time on the internet, um, just through reports or Twitter or anything else like that. But like I said, uh, look at it more. You have to understand, sit back and look at it rationally of taking preventions and everything else like that. It's not. This is not like um, malaria or dengue fever or some things that it's kill like people. like Ebola. Or Ebola, things <laughs> that... That was like a much, much higher turnout of death when it came down to it. They even explain it in the film. It's like one person could spread up to like five, four to five people, six people actually, yeah. with having Ebola and everything. And that's enormous. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's intense. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot. But yeah, as you said, just we take in so much information today because of the world of the internet and it's really hard to filter what's true and what's not. Yeah, and even these days with social media and hashtags, it's even easier than ever before to like, you know, find what you want easily in an exactly. instant. Yeah, um, and then it's really easy to disrupt those kind of um, flows of information with mm. trending hashtags and stuff. Yeah, when anybody can put it in and just be like, hey, look at me, I want attention. Exactly. It's like when the World Health Organization, boo, boo, <laughs> it's time to get fired, all of you. Um, they changed the name of the coronavirus from NCOV-19 to COVID-19. Hmm. And that really disrupted the flow of information. Oh, right. Because yeah. the hashtags and the trending yeah, stuff. Yeah, because people would be searching for one thing and they wouldn't find the recent information. Exactly. So hmm. it was, it's we live in a dangerous age. Like I was talking to one of the, the my co-workers the other day and I was like, oh, you remember SARS? It's not as, like it's it's worse than SARS and... I'm like, that was, what, 2003? She's mm. like, I was three. I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I yeah, so I remember, old. of course. Yeah, I remember SARS. <laughs> and then, because I think in the last, apparently there's something like this every six to nine years. Mm. We had SARS, then we had swine flu, which is actually just a re-emergence of Spanish flu. Yeah. H1N1. Foot and mouth disease. Yeah, and then mad cow and all that other crap. Yeah. But um, this one, this one might be the big one. Mm-hmm. No. You always get my hopes up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I get my hopes up too because maybe I'll get a day off. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. No more than one. Um, but yeah, so there's been a lot of conspiracy theories flying around about this. Uh, I think my favorite two are that China started it to get back at the US for their tariffs. Yeah. Mm. And also that Bill Gates started it. <laughs> Just to say that he was right. Yeah. It's like, I've spent the last $60 billion making a new virus. And then I go went to Wuhan and put it in there. Hey, you guys remember me? I made Microsoft. <laughs> I will make your windows crash. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, and also that um, it's a bioweapon. That's probably one of my favourite ones as well. Yeah. Um, but guys, I'm going to break it down to you in like the easiest way. Anyone that thinks... Because everyone's like, oh, you're so dumb for not thinking that, you know, China could have started it as a bioweapon. It's like, oh, you're a bit dumb to think that people are like murder animals live and then just leave them on the <laughs> on, a, on like a bench waiting to be bought and then consumed is healthy practice mm. yeah they don't if you've actually seen footage of like a lot of live markets and uh some of us who've been to third world countries that seen some of the live markets is their sanitation is very very poor yeah exactly they will not bother cleaning the board that they killed the animal on and then yeah. they'll bring another animal on and do that again and again and again and chop it up i was like here do you want to buy is that mm, no thank you yeah especially <laughs> when like you have some sort of like pop-up stall and going out of your way to wash it down and whatnot would be just like a waste of your time so yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. It's just it's bizarre to think that, you know, this is this is like rural and traditional practices that Chinese do. I understand that wet markets and stuff, you know, whatever. But still, don't look for other excuses when there is a it's an unhygienic practice. I mean, yeah. SARS, SARS started because of civet cats and the consumption of civet cats. Yeah. Um, swine flu was an infected fucking pig and now this. You know, what's the uh the you know, the mitigating factor here? Well, China's the, dirty, dirty, dirty practices. Mm. Well, that's what a member was a big concern about. I remember when I was about in my early 20s and everything, it was like they were talking about the meat processing plants that we have here and everything, about all the animals there that they could develop a new strain of a disease or anything that we wouldn't know. But at the same time, we take way more precautions when it comes to that and everything. We actually can test the animals, their temperature and everything else and yeah. all the signatures and everything else of the animal. And, and we put our meat in the fridge after we've killed it. Well, not only <laughs> just that, but the main fact is we were not going to sell animals that are contained in the first place because we already go through the testing process and everything yeah. else like that versus... This is straight off a farm, and guy grabs it. It was like exactly it's not even a the farm. They're wild animals at yeah, this mostly. wet market. Oh yeah, a lot of wild animals. <laughs> so they just grab wild animals and everything. Yeah. You don't know where these animals come from or anything, yeah. and they're just like, here you go. It's like, where's it been? What's it done? What's it ingested? Ah, just, who cares? Money just in chop the bank. Its head off right there and chop it up in little pieces and bag it for you. Yep. Yeah. It's like enjoy your soup. What if you're gonna eat? Don't get coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. If you so, did, it didn't. It wasn't me. Don't yeah. go, don't don't ask me. So I think I think it was um was it Sherlock Holmes that said when you eliminate all like the impossible or like the most probable is probably just the right thing. And mm. this is the most probable that it was just a dirty virus that started from dirty practices. Yes. Mm. So, you know, and I don't think that's racist to say. Well, it's not racist to say at all. It just comes <clears throat> down to um you just have to understand. It's just again, this is from a country where the government only expects to just collect money and that's it. And they take really ne next to no nothing of taking care of their people and everything else like that. That's what's. But it's communist. Yeah, that's another factor. But communists as well. take care of their people, Nick. No, oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but that's it's just one of the main factors we have to understand. It's just that a lot of these people, uh, because of the environments they live in, and everything, whatever <sighs> they can find is what they can get, and that's actually the sad reality of where most of these people live and everything else like that. Yeah. So it will lead to other problems because, again, 
as the main factor is that they have to do business and everything else with other people who come from other countries at the same time and these other countries will take the precautions but if they don't it'll still spread and it's just yeah. sadly a natural occurrence mm. yeah so that's um we'll come back to contagion in a second we'll just duck into the promo zone quickly and then when we get back we'll finish up and we'll probably talk some other media maybe if there's uh games books even anime. Yep, certainly. Oh, yeah, viral, we could certainly do that. Viral oh. anime. Oh, yeah, there's tons of viral anime. <laughs> and I don't mean like viral videos yeah. or like tentacle porn. Yeah. It's a bit like... <laughs> All right, so we'll be back in like two minutes. All right. Okay, bye. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real-life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour Podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoGirlParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion blog section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey everybody, this is Sedge. And this is King Kegel, aka Lightsaber Ninja. And we're two of the three hosts of Gaming Casual, a gaming podcast where three idiots discuss games in the gaming industry casually. Sometimes we get along, sometimes we disagree, and sometimes we go on 45-minute rants about consoles that haven't released yet. Hey, 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 I'm innocent here. Bullshit. Check us out on Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes release every Thursday. And not for nothing, but every single person that listens to our podcast happens to be a genius and attractive. friends and potential lovers have you ever felt so passionately after watching a tv show or a movie but not have a pal to share it with allow us the honor of keeping you company with our weekly podcast for your reference with your hosts katie and ot each episode we break down our hot takes that you'll either ardently agree or vehemently disagree with like subs versus dubs. How important is a cohesive narrative? What's with the popularity of the relatable villain? Is it possible to be truly objective in spite of your own experiences? And most importantly, are you getting a clue and which direction is it pointing? Come on now, it's pointing towards for your reference. That's a great reference. If you've got a little room in your rotation for some salacious frivolity, check out for your reference wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, you survived. Yeah, if you're still alive and you know it, uh, <laughs> yeah. you didn't cough up and die at your headphones, or if you're on a bus and you're currently coughing and possibly dead. If you're not, then I'm glad. Except for you, Andrew. Um, 
Yeah, come on, Andrew. Just cough into your sleeve, Andrew. What are you doing? Do not care, Andrew. Ugh. Do not care. God damn. Clean up your act, Andrew. Yeah. So embarrassing. <laughs> Coronavirus patient zero right there. <laughs> you fucking... All right, so I pulled up this article yesterday, so I thought you guys would probably get a bit of a kick out of it. Mm. So, in an uncanny resemblance of events, a 1981 novel by US-based horror writer Dean Kuntz, what a name, wow. The Eyes of Darkness predicted the worldwide pandemic of coronavirus, it has been claimed. The book, based on a grieving mother investigating the mysterious circumstances of her son's death, bears striking similarity to the present time plagued by a coronavirus. A passage in the book makes a reference to a killer virus known as Wuhan 400, Ooh. the name of the city where the coronavirus originated in real life. The excerpt from the novel, oh, one sec, we'll go to the excerpt from the novel. Um, a Chinese scientist defected to the United States carrying a diskette, it's pretty old, mm. a diskette record of China's most important and dangerous new biological weapon in a decade. They call the stuff Wuhan 400 because it was developed at their RDNA labs outside the city of Wuhan. Ooh. Oh. So everyone's like, wow, that's creepy as fuck. Mm. <laughs> all the all the um fucking Twitter people have gone like, wow, he predicted it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh viruses happen uh, often enough for you to not predict it. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like maybe you were inspired by some other previous uh virus that happened in the past and then a new one happens. It's like, whoa, Look- crazy viruses breaking Look- out. <laughs> Well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh, what I was just saying is like, yeah, there's people really, really reaching for like making <laughs> comparisons of the virus. Like one I saw on uh, Twitter that someone posted that saying they were trying to compare the current virus to the movie Akira. And it's just like, uh, there was no virus in Akira yeah. at all. What are you guys talking <laughs> it's about? It's about motorcycle vigilant, uh, delinquents run into creepy psychic children yeah. from the military. And, and superpowers. Yeah, I think the only similarity is the Olympics. Yeah, that's it. The and only the date for the Olympics. That's it. But you I'm, see, it was the year 2020 then. It's 2020 now. It's connected. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was set in 2019. Oh. And then the Olympics was next year. Yeah, right. they were still building the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. So technically it should have already happened. Also, there was a Third World War, you know, where... In 1988. Got, where they got nuked. <laughs> it's the very opening. <laughs> so I think um, if, if, and this is a big if, if... A giant blob comes out in Tokyo, mm. then explodes and causes a singularity. Then coronavirus had gone full Akira. Yeah, yes. then you can start drawing comparisons. But until then... No you... creepy psychic children around. Yeah. So, sorry, it don't work. Oh, that we don't know about. Also, yeah, well. crime in Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I guess... Um, there's probably a... I'm going to go with... I'm going to predict it now. The Olympics are not going to happen this year. Really? Yeah. I mm. think they're still going to pull through. Yeah, they've spent like way too much money planning and whatnot. They'll probably still go through with it, but with some Just extreme athletes. precautions. <laughs> no tourists. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what's coming happening at the moment is that I've been receiving emails and everything because flights to Japan have all gone down and everything. Yeah. And because, again... Um, like I said, most of Southeast Asia has basically been mostly affected, so everyone's oh, tried no, to avoid it. No, uh, uh, Indonesia doesn't have any. Oh, yeah, right. That's a, <laughs> that's a lie. Indonesia, tell the truth. Um, but yeah, we've already seen where like, even the World Cup and Olympics gone to like terrible, terrible countries and events and everything. Like Brazil's a perfect <gasps> example. There's dead bodies in the rivers of the <laughs> events that people were meant to swim in and everything else like yeah. that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think it's still going to go through. Um, they'll most likely have the, the theatrics out and everything else like that. 
but of course, it's it's still the Olympics more than anything else. So by na- by nature, the people will just turn up just to go to the Olympics and everything else and pay for three hundred or four hundred that uh, t- times inflation. Yay! Yeah, exactly, and that's half the reason I just don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. I think we're edging closer to the fact if it grows any more, then they are going to cancel. And that'll be bizarre though, because I'm pretty sure if that would be the case, it'd be like the first time in history that the Olympics didn't go through. Oh uh, no, it actually happened before for Japan. It was oh. just um, <laughs> Japan that little... just can't host the fucking Olympics. Jeez, Japan again? Oh. Well, that's the uh, this is the third time technically Japan's that uh, have the Olympics, but the other one was because of you know that little event called World War Two. Ah, mm. uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. The Olympic Games have been cancelled before through World War. It happened in 1916, 1940, and 1944. Huh. So if it happened again, it wouldn't be unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ooh, Tokyo 2020 Olympics could be postponed to the end of the year. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fine. Well, it would, would make sense if they can get over... Again, it's all about trying to get as much money as physically possible when it comes to the Olympics. Yeah. So if they would postpone, they would postpone. And it's like all the uh, Olympics high-ups. It's like, you can't do that. You're going to fuck up the four-year irregularities. You have to go five years. No. <laughs> I know. It's just so... I don't know. But I just feel like it is going to get cancelled. Mm. Or, or even postponed. If it does get postponed, it's just it'll throw off everyone. But yeah. they have to do it soon. Yeah. They have to make the decision soon because people have booked flights, people are doing all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. I could imagine, like, people that have probably, like, already paid in advance, so, you know. <clears throat> well, most like if they do delay it and everything, it'll most likely go into autumn, so that way it doesn't uh, run into time with the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Which would still be enough time for them to keep the stadiums and everything well-maintained and everything else like that by then. And then, of course, we can have the curse of the Olympics where these stadiums are never used again and everything. Like, that's a great one to look up on the internet. Is like, look up past Olympic venues and everything. Like, the ones in Greece, they look like ghost towns and yeah. everything else like that. All the the actual Greek ruins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you can't tell the difference between the old Greek ruins and the <laughs> new Olympics where they held it and everything. I know, it's so bizarre. They, they, they pump so much money into, like, an event and then when it's done, it's like, oh, okay, bye now. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know, have lion fights in there, Greece. <laughs> Do something. Well, it's yeah. the same in Brazil as well. They built all those stadiums and everything for the World Cup and everything else like that. And it's like, well, most of the people couldn't afford to go get, go there, though. That's yeah. a yeah. problem. I think yeah. that's happened in like a bunch of other Olympic events in the past. I'm not sure for what countries, but they've like built like these huge, like giant, grotesque stadiums for like the Olympics, and then they're just sitting there there now doing nothing because yeah. like, what would you do with it? Yeah. Well, all the countries you, you were describing, Greece, uh, Brazil, they are renowned for being. Very lazy <laughs> and not having many imports or exports, so it's like no, too much of work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's a possibility. That's always on the cards. Um, giant blob destroys Olympics. Uh, King of the Olympics, mm. Tetsuo. Yeah, I'm so sure that somebody, even if it does happen, somebody will like do some sort of like 3D magic and be like, "Oh, it's real, you guys." Had like fake like shaky cam and like blurring. Yeah, and people would buy it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember when this first started, uh, reports were coming out of Malaysia and Singapore that people were getting up and biting people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I had to Snopes that shit, but I can't even trust Snopes anymore. Snopes is like, no, 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 it's not true. But then it is true. And I'm like, someone needs to Snopes Snopes. (laughs) Fucking shit cuts. But um, so what other kind of media is there when it comes to pandemics? I think we've covered um, Contagion. There's obviously... That's the, the monkey bite one. Uh, oh, Contagion is the one we just watched. That's Outbreak. That's Outbreak. That's The right. one with, what was it, Kevin Spacey and Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and that came out in the 80s. 
Uh, early 90s, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that's why I remember. The monkey that was on the poster and everything, that monkey was appearing in a lot of TV shows and other movies and everything else. Like, it was a very well-trained <coughs> one. It even appeared on Friends. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that one was uh, the motor virus, the one that was very like Ebola. Yes. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So it's like, it's gone airborne. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. On top of that, we've got, um, we're going to kind of avoid plague type movies yeah like i was gonna say like and... zombie movies are kind of virusy but it's kind of gimmicky well it depends on the type of zombies and everything else because yeah. well, technically the zombie is supposed to be someone is a reanimated corpse well exactly and i think i think with a pandemic some movie the virus should be the fear not the result of yeah, the virus it's, yeah it's not like supernatural it's like you know <laughs> what if like what if hap- what would happen if this was real yeah or like world war z where it turns people into ninjas yeah it turns people <laughs> into ants that ants fly and ninjas and jump Leap from roof to roof. Yeah. <laughs> Despite they, just... they don't have the physical build to do so. Wow. I didn't know zombies moved in giant CG plagues. Yeah. <laughs> Waves of zombies. Remember, drinking Pepsi will avoid all yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. I still can't believe the product placement in that sense. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Oh, that was fun times. We, uh, this is a little backstory. We actually went to go see World War Z when it first came out. And uh, Nick is a very big fan of the books and everything. And I'm a big fan of the books too. And I could tell. <laughs> When watching the film, it's like, mm-mm, anything like the books. And then, of course, at the end of the film, Nick had a large, loud, in the cinema outburst about how bad the film was. <laughs> I had to. I had to let it know how bad it was. I had to. It was just, it was intense. Show. I mean, the only, I think we've discussed this several times on this show, but the only similarities it drew from the book was the title. Yes. Nothing else. Yeah, pretty much. So I refuse <laughs> to acknowledge that as a World War Z movie. I call mm. it Fast Zombie Runs Done. CDC man goes yeah. on trip. Well, we'll see what happens when they eventually do the sequel. See if they oh. stage the source material. Uh, what the? F- they're not. I mean, the only way they could, well, they actually could go off the source material if they, if you know, Brad Pitt goes. I'm going to go interview people now. What happened when the virus broke out here? Well, I was at home, and then all of a sudden, rah, 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 rah. yeah. And but, then I was like, "You can't hurt me, zombies. I have Pepsi." Yeah, yeah. but other than that, <laughs> like they kind of resolved it in the first one. It's like, oh, basically, if you have AIDS, you're fine. Yeah, mm. you just inject yourself yeah. with random diseases that you don't even know named. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're fine. So there's like, oh, we've got a camouflage now. We can kill the zombies. It's like, mm, okay, you didn't really leave it open. But well, now they're adapting. They're adapting yeah. to our camouflage. We've got to find a new one. That was the only thing I actually saw they took preventions of. It was the, the American spy that was in North Korea. As he said, that the North Koreans just ripped out people's teeth. Which so is no bite, which means no spread. Yeah, mm. the, probably the most accurate thing in that whole movie was that. Yes. That Kim Jong-il at the time? Yeah, no, Kim it was Jong- on. It was on. No, Un is his son, wasn't it? Never was ill. Ill, Ill wasn't in charge then. He was dead. I think it was 2009. Yeah, 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 yeah his son would have been in charge Yeah, then. so Kim yeah. Jong-un would have been in charge. Yeah, yeah he would have they, just gone... They sound dead. similar enough. They're basically the same person. Oh, they probably are. They're clones. <laughs> they're the eternal supreme leader. Yeah. By the way, North Korea, they're all dead. They're <laughs> 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 Coronavirus, uh, I remember last week, I think I was telling Nick this, that... Every year they have this massive campaign to say, we're going to destroy the world. You know, basically we're in charge. We've got missiles. We've got troops. You're all going to die. Mm. And they cancelled it. Oh, wow. Because their military was uh, occupied with something else. Mm. A bit busy with uh, something. What could uh, that be? Mass executions. <laughs> <laughs> there was one report came out of South Korea that said was someone who broke their um, curfew got shot on the street. Wow. And then nothing since. Hmm. So... Unfortunately, if it got into North Korea, it would rip through like a, like the country like a bull in a china shop. Oh yeah, 
because they're just not i mean you know they've survived two fam- famines with like 10 million dead each time yeah they're, they're living off aid <laughs> the majority of everything they have is living off aid yeah I thought you meant they were living off AIDS. It's like no, no, yeah. not a- they got the AIDS. They've adapted. The hippie, hippie. <laughs> well, that's like that's the problem with like I don't know, say some of these countries that haven't acknowledged that they have coronavirus yet. Mm. You know, I don't think they notice that there's a new virus in their country. Well, it's like, wow, yeah. wow, this common cold is running really rampant. My God, <laughs> it's like um, what was it the other day? It's like uh, some some countries. Oh no, there's no cases of coronavirus here. Also, those countries. Why is there so many dead bodies around? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but they just don't notice because, you know, they already have all the viruses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because um, it's just famine in general. That's how it is. Yeah. It's just the poor standards of living, which unfortunately it will affect um, places with low socioeconomic um, industry first. Mm. I mean, I'm surprised that India hasn't taken off. Well, there's been cases in India, but again, we don't know the full number because, exactly. again, it's over a billion people. So it's really, really hard to record. And again, I uh, don't want to sound really bad or anything. Liars. No, I'm not saying bad as like them being liars. I'm saying it's like most general living conditions in India, it's very, very poor. Mm-hmm. Sorry for being the truth teller and everything. It's like nearly the most of the population have no access to plumbing <laughs> and everything. And going... We're an up-and-coming economy. Yeah, it's not Pippin' a river. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, there was a, I think there was a guy that I knew. He went over to uh, India for a wedding. And like when I asked him, he's like, "Oh yeah, how was it?" He's like, "Yeah, it sucked. It was so bad." Yeah. That's that's all I hear from people, yeah. and it's just made me never want to go. <laughs> and like, yeah, I I haven't been, so I can't say for sure. But you know, it doesn't look great. Mm. <laughs> it's like Wuhan and India, where viruses are born. <laughs> um, but what about other media? So we've established that we're going to exclude zombie movies and out, like those kind of movies. Uh, what else is there really well when it comes down to it it's more fiction of creating viruses for again this is like the Resident Evil series are about creating viruses to create more new different creatures for military use and everything else like that yeah Um, and even like The Last of Us that's kind of like I guess it is like virus based but it's kind of like based off like real world viruses because there's like a a mushroom that can attach itself to like uh, insects and they can like take them over pretty much. So it's like kind of like based on that uh, that kind of uh, yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. I've actually seen what uh, Dylan was talking about. Mm. I saw uh, it happen to ants. Yeah. And what would happen is that even the ant colonies would realize when one of them would get infected, one of the soldier ants would just take that ant and take it as far away as physically possible and then leave them out in the wild yeah. and everything just to, to, to save the nest. And it would actually... The virus would spread through it and cause the mushroom to burst out of the ant and grow and everything. Mm. Yeah, because that's that's the that's the the fungi that it goes into the ant's brain and it forces him to find like go high so it reaches sunlight. Yeah. Yes. So it comes out of his head and then explodes and bursts off into mm. spores so it can affect other things. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the soldier ants instantly recognise it because ants. Um, <clears throat> understand by smell and everything and once its smell is off and everything it's like nope you have to go yeah and plus they're a hive mind so if someone's going against the hive mind then yes fuck them off mm. well that's the interesting thing about the clickers in last of us mm. um because it's not too far-fetched to think that some of these basic like fungi and stuff they're pretty scary yeah if that could affect us or even parasites there's a parasite in africa i believe that it needs to get to water to replicate and what it does is when it comes into a person's uh, body, it makes their legs feel like they're on fire. Ooh. So they go oh. into the water. Interesting. 
So it's these kind of things that are really interesting to think that parasites and those kind of things could could eventually take over our brain, control us. Yeah. Well, there's already there is another parasite that actually I've seen happens <coughs> for snails and slugs, where it actually it comes from actually from another bug that causes the parasite in it and makes it like a zombie. Yeah. For it, because then that way it can get to other ones so it can spread onto the other ones and make it to a zombie-like state so it can for its own eggs and larva and everything else like that. Oh, nature's so wonderful. I know. Nature's <laughs> trying its hard to kill us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, but what do we ever do wrong? Everything. 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 Just existing. That's just, it. just existing. <laughs> yeah. How about all those trees that used to be here? Yeah, yeah, get rid of those. We got to the top of the food chain by killing literally everything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we are born from monsters. Oh, mm. yeah. Like, anyone who tries to fight us on that is not, like... We have to be born from monsters yeah. because we... It's like, don't don't rebel against it and go back, go back to your nice comfy house and your nice cushy job. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just having a discussion before where people were doing like the whole, you know, the Facebook post is like, this is not living. This is out in the wilderness. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to go out there. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna be out there for like... Out- you're going to be out there for like one day and be like, yeah, this is shit. Yeah. As someone who's actually been out, you know, live out bush and everything else, it's like, yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> I'm telling everyone else why you don't want that because... One, you'll get bored as hell really, really quickly. And mm. two, it's a lot of work to be out there and everything else like that. No, you yeah. have to contribute every time. There yeah, we've no, got, uh, I'm going to go to the tap and get the water. No, you have to walk yeah, to exactly. the river and then you have <laughs> we've, to boil the water. And we've gotten way to... too used to today's uh, uh, conveniences and accustomed, so trying to immediately uh, do a 180 on that. Well, is that's, that's why we're not actually possible. prepared for this, like if for the coronavirus, even if it's a precursor and even if it dies out, mm. it's taught us that we're not prepared for anything like this. Yeah, exactly. Everyone like, just panics. The way people are panicking, buying toilet paper and pasture and that shit, mm. you know, they're being dum-dums. I yeah. mean, first of all, I was like, oh, I'm not going to panic buy it because if anyone there's sick, they just put them... Costco, just around the corner. Fucking lines out the door. Wow. Yeah. You know, if one person's sick, they're coughing and spluttering and they're all fucking like... In an enclosed Cos- space. This is going to sound really bad and I know we have a lot of American listeners, but in Australia, Costco is for pov people <laughs> and businesses. Mm. Costco is for the lower end of the socioeconomic scale. Like it's for bulk buying so you can, you know, get it for cheaper. Yes. And, you know, they don't exactly, you know, not very nice. I've been there twice and it's just, it's a fucking horrible maze. Yes. So a labyrinth. It is. It's a labyrinth of doom. And if there's lines out the door and people are coughing, spluttering, you know, you know, it's just going to spread. And that's how these things spread. Mm. So stop being dum-dums. Yeah, everyone has the same idea and goes to the same place, but they just uh, affect each other in the process. Rob the pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the first place you go. Because yep. um, Panadol also sold out in a lot of places. Yeah. Like, what, Panadol? Panadol. Jeez. No, I'm saying you go to the pharmacy for Panadol? I thought <laughs> you rob it for other things. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> saying at the moment, Panadol and ibuprofen is oh, almost yeah. sold out in lots of different areas. Wow. Mm. And it's just it's just dumb. Yeah. You know tea works as well, people. Yeah. But yeah, so any uh, advice for the viewers for the upcoming events of the coronavirus? You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just avoid large crowds of people. That's yeah, it. exactly. Says the person who's going to go to a convention this weekend. Yeah, just uh, buy some, <laughs> go down your hardware store, buy some boards and board up your door. This is Nerdy Nick's last episode. Um, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> dying slowly. 
if you're really that desperate for supplies or anything else like that, you can order them through the internet and you'll still get yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, do, you know, do a bully shop, man. Internet has, um, you know, infinite supply, so. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it comes down to. There's the I'm not joking. You can actually get like military rations or actual survival packs of food. Mm. Where you can actually get up to four weeks of food in a single serving or buckets and everything else yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, of course. If you're that, that desperate or anything else like that. But to be honest, it's not that bad anywhere else. It's exactly like saying go to Woolworths, which is... Uh, like a local food chain for us around here because I know in America Woolworths is like meant to be an electronic store from what I've heard and everything. Yeah, no, I think weird. so. Because they have a Safeway. Yeah. But then our Safeway just became Woolworths because they uh, they split up. Yes. Mm. Dying slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you're going to a large crowd of people, uh, lots of cosplayers. That'll be fun. Well, it depends on, again, it's like it depends on the turnout and everything. I'll be going on the Saturday. Uh, and set the showgrounds and everything and depends of how they set up the place because I've only been to Supernova about well it's now nearly been nearly a decade since I've gone back because Mm. again the guests and everything else like that last time I went uh, Christopher Lloyd of uh, Back to the Future was there Doc Brown um, Dolph Lundrick and uh, yeah I was able to get their autographs and everything but for most of the other oh George Takai he was there as well Uh, and of course I always forget the name he was the actor for the Green Power Ranger as well Oh, uh, Tommy. Yeah, actual the Tommy. The guy who played Tommy. I uh, forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. he's jacked. Yeah, he's yeah, massive. No one ever talks about him. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. He's, he got really, really jacked. He's yeah, even legit. like the both him and the Red Power Ranger, they're still doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Red, Red Power Ranger's fat. Red Power Ranger's <laughs> very fat, while yeah. Tommy's the complete opposite. He's like jacked and he's got the Jesus Never Tap tattoo and everything. <laughs> like MMA and everything else like that. But nice. he was actually a really cool guy. Like, he actually... Uh, anyone that came on the costumes and stuff, he actually did like the promo videos. Like he do the it's more for time. He ducked down, the guy would stand up and everything, <laughs> and, like yeah, high fives and everything else like that. That's yeah. awesome. I just love the convention scene in Australia, and it'll be really interesting for you to see on Saturday what the attendance is like, yes. and like if this whole layer of fear has instilled in people. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It'll be interesting to see if people try to incorporate like masks into their cosplay somehow. Yeah, everyone, everyone goes as Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> In the big hazmat suit. No, I'm hoping that it's like there's a big, ba- uh, there's a turnout, bad turnout because of the fear. And then we've got like Spike Spencer, voice Shinji. He's like, hello, voice of Shinji here. I'm important. You guys remember Evangelion? Come on, it was on Netflix. There's a new movie coming out soon. Come on. I recorded my lines like four years ago. You need to um, show him the four kids intro. Uh, hopefully he hasn't seen it, but yeah. it's Chances are he has. It, most yeah. likely. It's exactly the same. It's like, I know exactly what I'm going to say to Kevin. He's been about everything. It's like, pro- you probably heard it a million times of how many people were inspired by your work and everything. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is going to release on Thursday. If anyone has any questions they want Nick to ask Kevin Eastman, send them to our Twitter. Mm. Yes. And I'll pick three. I also it. recommend if anyone has access to Netflix or the shows <laughs> off Netflix... <laughs> um, there's a show called The Toys That Made Us where they actually show the Ninja Turtles and everything and you actually see Kevin Eastman uh, talk about old man partner and his old man pa- I can't believe that I always forget the name of the guy that was uh, associated with him that got him in the publishing and everything but he looked old when Kevin was like, when they're young he looked like an old man when they're young <laughs> he's just and perpetually then, old and yeah. then when they get to old it's like you can tell Kevin's age but it's just like he just the other guy looked like his hair just grayed and that was it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that should be a fun weekend for you. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to end this here. Yeah, sure. Um, because we've had a good recording session and um, everyone has their respective things to do. Mm. 
So I want Nick to prepare some questions for Kevin Eastman. Dylan, I want you to finish your animation. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to palm people your way. <laughs> um, and I will not die of coronavirus. Yeah, fingers uh, crossed. <laughs> Good luck. So, as a prediction, I think by our next episode, which let's put it into reference, this episode is going to drop on, well, today, obviously. Mm. Today, because you're listening to us. And we're recording on Wednesday the 4th, so it's dropping on Thursday the 5th. So by Thursday the 12th, when our next episode is out, there will be 172,000 cases of coronavirus in the world. Ooh, mm. Maybe. Fingers crossed. What about you, Nick? What's your guess? Uh, no, that sounds fairly fair for an estimate. <clears throat> I could go with that. Maybe just a bit lower, actually. I say You said 170, did you? Yeah. I'll go with a 150. Okay, 150. I'm going to go the completely opposite and I'm going <laughs> to say billion. No, I was going to say they're going to find a cure and everyone's going to be fine. Yay. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't pay attention to the enemy media so I couldn't even commentate on that. That's right. Just say a number. Uh 14 million. Okay. Ooh. I mean, I mean <laughs> if that happens we're all fucked. Thanks man. <laughs> like yeah, no fair enough. Um so yeah, in the meantime guys, take care of yourself, wash your hands. As uh, Nerdy Nick said, wash your hands, just basic hygiene. Um, basic hygiene good diet and like I said have lots of uh, yeah. like I said just good dieting and just good hygiene and you should be fine really yeah, yeah and just uh, do what we do and don't do people yeah go enjoy yourself yes I don't do people but unfortunately I work in retail and then people are always coming and they're like oh I'm wearing a mask but then I take it off to talk to you I'm like what are you doing that for <laughs> <laughs> should just put on your own mask what do you or why do you or what? just be like I'm going to take your mask and put it on me no because where his mouth was my mouth will go <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's not how masks work ah. <laughs> um, alright so thank you very much for listening um, we will see you next well we won't see you because well, I, I'll see you because we have the coronavirus inside our episodes mm. um, you've been affected all along any final thoughts from Dylan? Um, no, that's pretty much it as we wrapped it up. You know, just be safe and whatnot and listen to our next episode. Yeah, and Nick, any final thoughts? Any takeaways? Any takeaways? Uh, no, just every other advice and yeah, just calm down, people. Yeah, calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, you'll down. be okay. You're Don't fine. stress. Unless you're not going to be okay, then Unless I guess you're the we're elderly, wrong. then you have the problem. <laughs> yeah, or, or if you're perpetually ill. Yeah. Um, I have some homework for our listeners before next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys too, if you get around to it. Uh, Lock and Key on Netflix. Uh, yes, I've seen that you've posted uh, some good things about that on the uh, social medias. On the Twitters. Yes. Um, yeah, Lock and Key, uh, fantastic show. Um, we'll give a bit of a rundown on the whole series, mm. possibly next week. Um, right. If you guys have time, it's 10 episodes, 40 minutes an episode. Yeah, we'll yes. I mean, if you watch the first couple and you hate it, that's also okay. Like, even if we just give a first impressions of maybe the first couple of episodes, first three at most. Yeah, yeah. so exactly. it's that's completely it spoiler free. Yeah, first. That's how it is. It's first impressions always count. And if yeah, you're not really drawn in by the first few episodes, and you're not going to enjoy the rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, you're like, oh, it gets better by season three. It's like fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only good seventy hours in. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like um, I'm I'm so happy the first season was so great. I can't wait to twenty twenty nine. For season two, <laughs> yeah, the way hey. Netflix does its marketing. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, it, it's very Lovecraftian, just so oh, you know. Okay, cool. Um, oh, cool. 
basically in the because it's based off a graphic novel. Hmm. So it's based off a comic, and in the original comic, the town is called Lovecraft. Oh, right. okay. So, but they changed the name because he's a w- 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 racist. Oh, yeah. Wow, a person why. that grew up in the 1930s? Wow. <laughs> yeah, born in the 1800s, <laughs> died. Yeah, born in the 1800s, died in the 1930s in New <laughs> yeah. York City. You under, you, people understand that Was alive. civil rights didn't exist in his time life or anything no. else like that. <laughs> Was alive for World War One in its entirety. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so they changed the name of uh, the town from yep. Lovecraft to Matheson, but it's set in Boston. Um, no, it's not set in Boston. No, I actually just remember there's a game that's meant to be a board game coming up mm. uh, based on Lovecraft's properties and everything, and they did the whole, it's just like, well, he was his views were very extreme even for the times. Like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Like, in his time period, you know, colored people were not allowed to be on stage and everything or on TV or yeah. in general presence whatsoever i'm mm. sorry it's just the world he grew up in at the time yeah i mean he's a product of his own generation and i think the world's different now but you shouldn't hold today's candles to yesterday's standards i mean you can but it's improper mm. well it's, it's impractical because you yeah. can't change the past yeah. that's basically it it's like he may be a genius uh, writer when it comes to horror and everything else like that but to say what he believed in was you know not comparable to our times like well yeah no it's the same yeah of course it's like, not it's like Mark Twain. It's like his book is he's got all the all the racial slurs and everything. Yeah, else but everyone still uses Mark Twain as a Bible. Yeah, but that's the main factor, is it's just the era of time he grew up in and yeah. everything and you know No one's gonna drag him through the mud. Only John Wayne and Lovecraft. Yeah. John Wayne. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so lock and key, uh, even if you guys out there in listening land can watch the first few episodes, even if you guys can watch the first one mm. by then. Yeah. We'll um we'll have a squizzy, we'll talk about it. Um, and then we can talk about some supernatural shit. Cool. Yeah. All supernatural stuff's always cool. Yeah. Ghosts. Spooked saw shit. Masks. Uh. The devil. Uh. No. They're looking right at us, and they're unblinking. Uh. <laughs> Watch uh, William Blatley's uh, perfect film, The Exorcist, because it's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. The four-hour epic. <laughs> yeah. So, um, thank you very much from Nick. Nick and Nerdy... No, sorry, from Nick, Nerdy Nick and Dylan. <laughs> we got Dylan. three Nicks now. Yeah. But they're multiplying. From Nick, Nerdy Nick and Dylan. Um, say thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. And you have a fancy evening, afternoon, good morning, bus ride, trip to the morgue, coronavirus, isolation chamber. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay. Peace. Bye. Peace. Yeah. Fucking thing. <laughs> He's just fighting with the microphone stand. At the the microphone stand keeps on falling. There's nothing live, on there anymore. Live technical, technical difficulties. Yeah, the joys of studio work. Yeah, it's just falling over completely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to hold uh, it and we're just going to be fine. I'm just going to hold it.